Still the same OG, but I've been low key. Hated on by most of these niggas with no cheese, no deals, and no G's, no wheels, and no keys, no boats, no snowmobiles, and no skis. Mad at me, cause I can finally afford to provide my family with groceries. Got a crib with a studio and a saw full of tracks to add to the wall full of plaques. Hanging up in the office and back of my house like trophies. Did y'all think I'ma let my dough freeze? Hold please, you better bow down on both knees. Who you think taught you to smoke trees? Who you think brought you to ODs? Easy E's, Ice Cubes and DOCs, the Snoop D O Double G's, and a group that said motherfuck the police. Gave you a tape full of dope beats to bump when you stroll through in your hood. And when your album sales wasn't doing too good, who's the doc that he told you to go see? Y'all better listen up closely. All you niggas that said that I turn pop or the fern flop, y'all are the reason that Dre ain't been getting no sleep. So fuck y'all, all of y'all. If y'all don't like me, blow me. Y'all are gonna keep fucking around with me and turn me back to the old me. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish, and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish, and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. So, what do you say to somebody you hate? What? Or anyone trying to bring trouble your way? One of his off things in the blood of your way? Yep. Just study your tape of NWA. One day, I was walking by with a walkman on. When I caught a guy, give me an awkward eye. You look at him. them off in the parking lot, but it's dark and I. I don't give a fuck if it's dark or not I'm harder than me trying to park a dodge But I'm drunk as fuck Right next to a humongous truck in a two-car garage Hopping out with two broken legs trying to walk it off Fuck you too, bitch, call the cops I'ma kill you and them loud-ass motherfucking barking dogs And when the cops came through me and Dre stood next to a burnt-down house With a can full of gas and a handful of matches And still weren't found out Right here, so from here on out, it's the chronic two Starting the day and tomorrow's anew And I'm still local enough to chunk you to death with a Charleston chew Slim Shady Babies and a Mercedes Benz with the windows up when the tip goes up to the mid 80s. Calling men ladies. Sorry, Doc, but I've been crazy. There's no way that you can save me. It's okay, go with him, Haley. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. Nowadays, everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. If it was up to me, you motherfuckers stop coming up to me with your hands out, looking up to me like you want something free. When my last CD was out, you wasn't bumping me. But now that I got this little company, everybody wanna come to me like it was some disease, but you won't get a crumb from me, cause I'm from the streets of. I told them all, all them little gangsters. Who you think helped mold them all? Now you wanna run around talking about guns like I ain't got none What you think I sold them all? Cause I stay well off Now all I get is hate mail all day saying Dre fell off What? Cause I've been in the lab with a pen in the pad Trying to get this damn label off I ain't having that This is the millennium of aftermath It ain't gonna be nothing after that So give me one more platinum plaque and fuck rap You can have it back So where's all the mad rappers at? It's like a jungle in this habitat But all you savage cats know that I was strapped with gats When you were cuddling a cabbage patch Nowadays everybody wanna talk like they got something to say But nothing comes out when they move their lips Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade Nowadays everybody wanna talk like they got something to say But nothing comes out when they move their lips Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade Nowadays everybody wanna talk like they got something to say But nothing comes out when they move their lips Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade Yeah, well, welcome back everybody to the West Coast Off-Road Pod my name is Nick Garvin, and uh, Troy, I need you to turn that mic down. My brother, Troy Garvin, is back here in studio. There we go. The background noise is getting better. A little bit more, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Um, welcome back, everybody, to another uh, podcast of the MPGC West Code Off-Road Pod. I am Nick Garvin. Uh, we're going to break down the Dirt Diggers Round 2 of the MPGC series. 
why do you have a smirk on your f- smile on your face, Troy? I don't know, man. I'm just smiling about the weekend we just had. Oh my gosh. Well, first and foremost, uh, the song that we chose to go with today was the halftime show of the One Ball Sport uh, of the Super Bowl. Uh, yes, everyone knows that the Super Bowl is in LA. We uh, drove right by it, and we went to an actual Super Bowl race, which we'll get into here in a little bit, because uh, Super Bowl sucks, and Taft GP was way better for entertainment, if you ask me. I don't know about Super Bowl, but I know we can call it a Dust Bowl, at least. Okay, Troy. <laughs> for Saturday, for Saturday. Okay, touche on that one. Fair enough. Um, yeah, guys, so welcome back uh, to another race. I'm pretty stoked to get this show off. Uh, first and foremost, let's thank our sponsors, Baja Bound Insurance. Troy, you traveling to Baja anytime this year? You know, I think I am. I think I'm going to be going down for a race or two. Did you know that your car insurance does not cover you down in Baja? It doesn't? It does not. So if you guys are traveling to Baja, make sure you stop in at thebajabound.com. Get yourself a quote for free. And uh, Jeff Hill down there at Baja Bound will hook you up and get you squared away. They're a nice, nice company. Uh, They really take care of the Baja off-road guys and obviously the guys up here in the States. Uh, well known with the 308X team, now the 300X team again, 400X team. Um, you know, I gotta say, uh, Troy, I got a new sponsor this weekend. You want to guess who it was? Who it is? Let's see. Have I seen this man's ass before? You may or may not have. Yes. Has he sent very lewd videos before? Very lewd. Very lewd. He might be in the range of like. 30 35 36 range hmm. he might have this company that's uh rad i don't know if you know that oh you mean that like company that produces some of the best graphics <laughs> out there for the ngp series series right now yes the i'm talking about the uh graphic company that you guys that are pipelining get all your stickers from all the clubs that are usually out there get all of their attire from i'm talking about Ryan Abitoy at Rad Custom Graphics. You guys, if you're not running Rad Custom Graphics, I don't know what you're doing. I just don't know what you're doing. He takes care of the off-road industry. He takes care of everybody that needs something done. Now, does sometimes things get a little uh, tight? Yes. Ryan makes things a little tight on scheduling, but Ryan does a great job. But we are really, really thankful to have him as a title, as a sponsor. And uh, what? What? <laughs> Speak freely, no, Troy. I was, no, I wasn't saying anything. I was just trying to hold a fucking sneeze in. Jesus. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um, yeah, so hit up Rad Custom Graphics. Uh, we're going to have a little goodie bag to give away with uh, some Rad Custom Graphics things. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But... Those are our two sponsors right now. Um, yeah, guys. I mean, we had a sick. I thought it was a sick, uh, sick race, a sick layout. I got to go out and go on, onto the green, over the green fields. I'm, I'm sure a lot of you guys saw me out there. I was getting some pictures, getting some videos. Uh, Troy, you got to hang out in the pits all day, which sucks. Um, but anyways, uh, it wasn't your traditional Taft race, right? We just got to get right into the track conditions. The track conditions were dry. They were slick. They were slippery. We had a strong start to our winter, and then we've been bone dry since, I think, December. Yeah, I mean, 
this was definitely a, I want to say, first time in about 10 years when we showed up, and it was an absolute just hot, it was a little bit windy on Saturday. Yeah. And it was just a hot race, and it was just not ideal for Taft. Taft is used to that cooler temp, sitting around 65 maybe, being the high, and it keeps that moisture in. Yeah. This is something that just no one was expecting, and, right. and unfortunately, Saturday right. showed exactly what that happens when wind and heat come to kind of transpire together. Yeah, it it was it was pretty dry. Um, fortunately for me, I went to Supercross, so I didn't get to go and check out the Dust Bowl, but uh, maybe put me on the tickets next year. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I just but you know at the end of the day these this these are club run events and they're doing their best that they can and we appreciate the dirt diggers. Uh, they put they pulled it together for Sunday because when I showed up on Sunday the course was pretty nice. It wasn't overwatered. It wasn't too dusty. It was it was just like that perfect GP kind of uh, condition. Yeah, and what helped a lot too was. Sunday night, they went out there with the equipment. Saturday night. Sa- oh, sorry, Saturday night. Went out there with their equipment, threw the blade down, ripped it all up, regraded, ripped it. They made sure yeah. that everything was nice and pristine for Sunday as best as they can. Right. And, and I think a lot of people need to remember, like, these peop- these people, this small group is really trying to make a push to make this as professional as possible and get, you know, these riders back to this series. I mean, as you can see, the series has doubled in the last three years. I would say we're getting a lot of people coming back. We get the manufacturers coming back to this race. I mean, we're really trying to make this a show to be at, right? Um, You know, Dirt Diggers has been an original club of this series, so it's really cool to see them really take this seriously and kind of just, you know, it's it's a cool spot to be. Let's just put it that way. It's a good weekend. It's family oriented. And, you know, it's nice to have a club that hosts, that's friendly, smiles, asking how you're doing, and one guy in a truck yelling at you. But, hey, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he that, means well. That guy means well. He, I mean, these clubs that, that come out here, and just got to preface this, it's just these are people that work every day. Blue collar. Blue collar workers. Yep. Some even might be even white collar. Yep. And then they'll take their time out maybe two, three weekends of the year just to make sure this one race is good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is. Like, again, and, and a, lot of, a lot of guys, a lot of pro guys need to remember that. You know, they, they get all tu- they get tuned up. They get into it. I get it. I totally understand. But remember, these people are out here doing it voluntarily. They're doing it for you. That's about the end of the day is what they're doing. So... But uh, yeah, Troy, let's uh, let's shift gears into the racing this weekend. I mean, honestly, uh, we had our pre-show on uh, Thursday that came out on Friday. We got a, a lot of positive feedback from a lot of people that are listening to our show, um, which is really cool. I really need to hear that. We need to you know hear the things we're work we need to work on and whatnot. And basically, what I what it got down to at the end of the day was good uh, good feedback and like keep the hype of it like hype. <laughs> high of it i'm saying the high of our show like right now yeah the beginning keep that rolling throughout the show and that's where our, where our creation is going to expand so keep the high up troy uh, i think i'm gonna toss that one back to you bud uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> choice of words right there huh? uh, no i know <laughs> we're good um anyways so yeah the pro race uh sunday 
started at a little bit behind schedule. Sorry, about one o'clock. Um, it's an hour and a half plus a lap, I believe, or just no. an hour on the. So it's an hour and a half race, and the responsibility of the finish crew, because we have the timing that goes right from the first gate drop. That's mm-hmm. when the clock starts. Right. So what the clubs and scoring are supposed to be doing is sitting there and watching the clock. Mm-hmm. And the goal in mind is to try and throw the white flag. Let's say you're running 15-minute laps. The goal is if they see the time and yeah. you've been running that consistent uh, 15 minutes, right. they're going to sit there and say, okay, here comes an hour and 15, here he comes, white flag. White flag, right. So it's it's just uh, – it's a, I guess it's just a guessing game. I mean these race – these hour these races can go from an hour thirty. I've seen an hour fifty before. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really cool. I made a comment this weekend that I personally think these races need to be two hours long. Uh, to me, if Works is doing two hours, we need to be doing two hours too. Get, don't get me wrong. I love the racing. I love it, but it's almost a little short. It's like right on the point of being short. So, I think this weekend was a. Perfect example of why this needs to be a two-hour race. Yes, I think and so too. This this is definitely uh, discussions that are being had. Uh, for those of you that may not have heard or don't see me, I am an NGPC official. I'm a club rep for Prairie Dogs, and we have these conversations. Yeah. So, I personally, I love it, and yeah. it's just something that we are ongoing and discussing at this point. Yeah can't you know it's 2022 season but maybe something for 2023 maybe i mean i guess we'll see i just think it need to be two hours i'm sure a lot of the riders can agree on that um and the reason why we say we wish it was a little bit longer is because the pro race was awesome it was an absolute it was cool it was one of the best races i've seen in a long time and don't get me wrong supercross on saturday was pretty sick but sunday's racing got me like the chills, it was good. Like I was fired up about it. Um, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say, if you listen to my last show, I said that if this was gonna be a Moto Guys race. Did I not say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, let's just get it out of the way. Yeah, I said it. I said this guy, whoever's whoever's gonna win or do really well today is gonna have a Moto background. Justin Heft rips a whole shot from the far outside i saw him lining it up and i'm like this guy if he gets the jump he's gonna be able to set the corner up and sure enough he got the jump he was first to the corner closely following uh was austin walton behind austin walton was uh cole martinez and then right behind cole was dante um it might have been a little bit more flip-flop but by the it, was, t- it was definitely like those four. No, there was those four. They established themselves early. They got out front. And if you're in that group of four, group of five, you're setting the pace for the race. Okay? And these guys set the freaking pace for the race. Justin Heft set a, a blitzing, blitzing time the first three laps. I mean, he was ripping, ripping. I mean, I... You were the one that's saying like, okay, I called Moto guys, but right. this is something I I made sure to say was these starts are important. Yeah. Guess what? It freaking proved it right there. Because guess what? He literally gets that whole shot and checked out. He 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 for 
a time being. Yeah, he, he definitely checked out. Um, and he, uh, you know, he just looked so in tune. Mm-hmm. Um, I said this before. I said this a few weeks ago after uh, Delano. I said that he needs a, he's, needs a few races to get back in the swing of racing off-road. And once he gets two races in, I guarantee you we're going to see what he it can do. And I watched SRA last weekend, and I watched how he raced there, and I just knew once he clicked, he was going to get out front. Or once he got out front and put laps together, he was going to be able to hold lead pace and hold it for a lot longer than I think these guys thought he was going to. So, um, yeah, when I say Justin Heff got out to a good early start, I mean, he really put down the hammer the first four laps or four first five laps, his first pit, you know, to his pit. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so on a, I'd say, uh, so the first lap, Justin Heff's out front. Cole Martinez came in in second on the first lap. And uh, it, Austin Walton, not far behind them, and even Dante, not far. They were in a bubble of 15 seconds, 17 seconds from the start. And yeah. if that tells you anything about how the race kind of unfolded, it was, it was, it was some sick off-road racing. I've watched a lot of off-road races in the past, but I don't think I've seen something this tight in in a a while. These guys, these guys are going so fast, but they're mimicking each other lap after lap, which is making this race more and more like a motocross, you know, and supercross intensity, because there's always somebody behind you. You know what I mean? If you think about it, it, I haven't seen that bundle of guys like, passing making good passes clean passes but also being aggressive at the same time Hmm. and uh heft he just he looked uh he looked he looked really well you know scrubbing the jumps cornering he was setting up his corners really sick throwing sick whips over the step up lap after lap and uh it he looked uh, at home um but awesome walton didn't make it easy on him and, I, and, and either did Cole Martinez. For a second uh, for a second there, I thought that Cole was going to make a run at, um, at Heft because he came within five seconds. Uh, he went from five seconds on the first lap or three seconds on the first lap. No, five seconds. And then uh, he started to reel him in a little bit. So actually a little bit different than that. So going to these lap sheets and – I mean, it was the first lap. Cole was behind him by two seconds. Yeah, two but seconds. That's it. Yeah. Second lap, you know, have to put down a little bit of a gap. I mean, just it was uh, six seconds, a six second gap right there. Then it was a seven second gap. Heft was definitely utilizing the fact that he had that open track in front of him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading lap times. That's, yeah, that's you're reading why. lap times. You got you got to do a little bit of math in there, but uh, <laughs> that wasn't your strong suit. Jesus, Troy. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, no, they got. Well, it was really cool um, to see this tie racing, and then uh, I think on lap was it lap four? Uh, uh, Cole had he didn't crash, so I got the story from Mark. If you listen to the racer interviews, mm-hmm. he didn't crash. He just had an off track excursion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all had those. And Taft yeah. is definitely one of those tracks that can easily happen. Yes. Because for those of you that don't know how this track ran this year, it was a little it was a little different yep. uh, from how, at least how I'm used to it. It was 
straight into the moto like typical and then it sent you off into the hills and the first section the first few miles of this course were just flowing canyons nice track like nice road but in the section after the step up when it starts sending you off into the right back back right it was a balance of flowing to oh shit yeah there's a 90 degree turn and in the heat of things you can absolutely blow one of those turns. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's not like, you know, I mean, this is, it, you have to, you know, tell the people that the track is also really, it's like fast yeah. corners, like in these corners, even that 90 though is a fast corner. It's not your average 90. As, as long as you know it's there, yeah. it can be a fast corner. Yeah. But if you're like coming in and you kind of forgot the track, exactly, you're going to be slamming your brakes trying to set yourself up. Right, right. So uh, when it come down to it, Cole, had a, he made a mistake, and that was the first mistake we saw um, out of these pro guys. It was the first one that we saw. And, uh, you know, when that happened, it almost made – Austin Walton go a little bit faster, you know? And I thought for a second there that, uh, that maybe Walton was going to make that, that, uh, that, that charge. But, uh, he kind of was sit, he was kind of just sitting back. You know what I mean? Because it looked like Dante was going to, uh, like it, it looked like, uh, Okay, this is the way I was looking at it. Mm-hmm. I thought Heft was going to be out front, right? And I didn't think I didn't think he was going to get caught. I almost thought he was going to almost ride away with the thing. You know, he was riding that well. And then it was Walton Dante, and Walton kind of was just I don't know, like he was pushing forward, but I I feel like Dante had there you go. This is better words. Dante had a a better pace going, if that makes any sense. I mean, uh, Dante definitely just rode a very consistent race. He never lost, like he never lost time. It didn't look like he was pushing himself too hard. Right. He was just riding really good. And Austin, it seemed like he was trying the same thing. Right. And by lap five, <clears throat> by lap five, we definitely saw that point where, I mean, Austin was right on half. Right. And I remember yeah. sitting there. I was sitting. I was sitting next to the one, the only Nick Stover. I mean, just right. What a, what a guy to stand next to. Right. There's not many people out there that you can stand <laughs> next to and automatic automatically makes you, you look guys better. Are lame. You guys no, are no, 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 no. I'm saying Stover will make me look that much better. Anyways, Hefton Walton were riding on each other, and I just remember this big old sweep turn. I'm yep. like, okay, here comes Walton. He should be slamming on that inside corner right uh-huh. now just to get him and. He didn't. He just – this is where Hef's kind of picked it back up. Back right. to the moto. Let me go. And Dante just looked like he was a lion stalking his prey. Yes, he was. And, and, and Dante even said, you know, uh, he kind of let the race come to him because this race has bitten him before at a works race pretty bad. Remember I, him and uh, Taylor were going at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, no, uh, he kind of – that's a good way of saying it. He kind of just stalked his prey. And then when the opportunity arose, uh, arose, he just boom, snapped it. And then he, they went out, I think it was on lap five or six. six. Yeah. So on lap five, 
on lap five. He went out in third. And then by the time they got back to the scoring. Had a nine-second lead. He got, not only got to the front, he had a nine-second gap. He passed Austin and then passed Heft. Heft, but. To get first. Well, okay, so I remember when we talked to Heft, he said he also made a mistake. Because mm-hmm. if you listen to the racer interview, he says, uh, you know, I started to think about it. You know, I knew the flag was coming. I just didn't know when. And like you said, right, right in the midst of thinking of that and how your race is going, he made a mistake and he was on the, you know, he made a small mistake. He wasn't on the ground. He just made a small mistake and lead change. And there you go. I mean, from, from there, Dante, from, from there, Dante just looked good. You know, yeah. he, he almost, I th- if I, if I'm not mistaking, he, uh, Put his yeah exactly. So he put in. You can see right here. He puts in this charge, a freaking eleven eighteen. Once he gets to the lead, okay. Mm-hmm. We're consisting our consistent laps here. Where you know towards the end were eleven thirty or eleven twenty nines, eleven thirty one, eleven thirty one, and he puts in an eleven eighteen on lap six with two laps to go. That's an off road guy. That's an experienced professional. That's an experienced champion, and mm-hmm. he did what you would typically do when you get a whole shot. You know, you put a sprint, few sprint laps in, and then settle in. Reverse that, dude. Try you try and go out there for an hour, okay? And you're hammering, and then put your fastest lap of not the fastest lap of the race, but a one fast, of your fastest laps. Yes, middle a middle of an hour moto. Mm-hmm. You know, and. So I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a little controversy at the finish line. With whom? With the finish line. I'm talking about just purely what happened. So this is what I was talking about earlier, how to preface the hour and a half race. There was a mishap by scoring in the sense the checker flag or the white flag did not go out for the first four guys. Oh yeah, because yeah, this race is white flagged, right? So this is the one white flag race in the NGPC right now. The white flag did not go out for those guys. So they there didn't was a, know. There was uh, a mishap. That sucks. So, sir, there was teams that timed it and they did throw the final lap uh, pit board out. Right. But. What's what's more of a mentality? Because if you see the pit board right before the finish line, mm-hmm. and then you don't see a white flag, what do you think? Yeah, right. We have more laps to go. We have one more probably after this. Yeah, and Fuck. I'm I'm just gonna say like that maybe the top three would get shifted just a little bit. I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna say. I think Dante would have won no matter what. Nah, I think Dante was going to win. I think Dante was going to win no matter what. But maybe Cole pushes for that second place in that last lap. Well, so I kind of want to reiterate to Cole because Cole kind of the whole time had to put this massive charge in to get back to the lead group, which he did. Mm-hmm. He did put a great charge in. And for when I saw how far back he was the first time he came back around, I was like, there's no way in hell. There's oh, no way in hell. Yeah, when he had okay, yeah, when he came in, uh, when he came in and he was in fourth, it did seem like 
either a he crashed. I mean, now we now we know what happened. Yeah, but if it looked like he did wasn't all there. He must have gotten banner or something wrapped up in the wheel or something like that because he literally was. I mean, he literally was like thirty-five seconds back when he got, you know, when he came through in fourth. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a lot of time, especially on a track where these guys are mimicking like their laps. He, Cole, went on a freaking tear towards the end. Like he was obviously the fastest guy on the track at, at, at the last, you know, two laps. I mean, he mimicked. I guess he no, yeah, he was. He was the fastest guy on the track. So, dude, that's pretty gnarly. So, that's just, um, it's an unfortunate thing of racing. It does happen. But has he, like, I got a question. Has he figured this out? Like, So, he he does know about this. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, has, he's figured this out by, like, he's. Oh, you're he, saying off-road. Yeah, I think he's figured this out. That's what I'm saying. I. I absolutely think Cole has figured this out. Yeah, there's I think so. Not, there's not a question that he has. I mean, this is his third year. I was a part of the – or I was with you for the Mark Samuels in, interview, and he kind yeah. of said it perfectly. Cole's into his third year now. When he first entered, he was maybe sitting right there, fringe podium guy. Yes. Last year, he put in a very solid season. Yeah. That maybe could have gone different if uh, he didn't have – a DNF at mm-hmm. 29 Palms. That's right, yeah. And, I mean, he goes to six days. Yeah. Comes back, and he's he's just killing it. He got, I mean, three podiums in a row now? Yeah. Yes, including works? I would, from last year, from last year it's been four, so and five. It, it, he's figuring <laughs> this thing out, man. And I, it's pretty cool to see just, how you can see the progressive level of these riders right now. So, so to get back to where you were at, did they did did they find out about the white flag thing? So this is what I was trying to say. Like uh, some of these teams were already in contact because there's a lot of um, for this round it would be dirt diggers. Mm-hmm. The dirt diggers were sitting right there within that pit board area, and team managers. I mean, there's nothing against this. Go ask your officials. Hey, how are we doing on time? How are we, are we going to be throwing the white? Are we going to throw the white? It's this last lap. They were figuring that out, and certain guys got that message. This right. is the last lap. Right. But, it, I mean, Cole maybe just didn't maybe didn't get that message, and I could have ended differently. That's that's just a question. Maybe Austin's the same way. Didn't see it. And yeah, could have pushed yeah, harder as well. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I don't know because I, I'm not saying no. no, um, no Dante no. would have won. No, I, I I get you. Maybe you're right. Maybe Cole does push that next lap. Maybe he gets second. Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe. But you know what? When it was all said and done, Walton rode consistent. What? Oh my God! I just thought of this. What? Think about how points are right now. Oh, I didn't think about that. No. So Dante got third in the first round. Yeah. So just got first. Oh, they flip flop. They're tied. Austin. Oh no, Austin second second and second. I don't know. And then it's Cole with a three-one. What's the what's the uh, how do the points work with uh, Big Six? Uh, They're AM. It's AMA national points. So I think it's thirty twenty-five. 
So I think there are five different, like five point differences. So 25 for second, 30 for first, and I think 22 for third. Is it 22 for third? I think it's something like that. I think, but no, yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, I would say Austin would probably be our new points leader. Maybe two seconds beat a one three. No, they tie. Yeah, they no a one three beats a, two, a one one three beats a two. No, it doesn't. A one three beats a two two. Yeah, but I. That's that's how it two, that's two. how it works in a moto format. I'm trying to figure out because. Moto points are different than yeah, main points. Yeah, 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 Here, yeah, yeah. why don't I why don't I uh, look this up while yeah. we uh, just continue? I'll, I'll finish this up. Uh, yeah. So uh, the last lap, obviously, Dante puts a good lap, and he finishes first on his Red Bull KTM uh, racing team. He 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 put his head down. He charged. I said he would probably be pissed. He didn't win the first round, and sure enough, he turns around and wins the wins the second round. Good for him. Dante Oliveira is your, your pro, pro winner of the uh, Dirt Diggers MC. Um, Austin Walton coming in on that Rockstar Husqvarna Racing. Uh, again, he put in a solid, efficient effort. Um, Austin, uh, he looked a little flustered at the finish, but, you know, dude, he's, he's got he's, – you're doing a good job, uh, Austin. Uh, look forward to seeing more out of you throughout the year. As you guys know, consistency is key throughout the whole year, and uh, it's a great way to start. Um, Cole Martinez on that SLR, Monster Energy, Honda, Fly Racing. Uh, or fly, Yeah, they're with Fly Racing. Um, yeah, good job to Cole. Again, that was a gnarly charge to come back and still land on the podium, which was really cool to watch. Uh, man, you, you, uh, you're legit, man. It was, it was fun to watch you do that. Uh, Justin Heft on the Kill Martin Fast House Husqvarna coming in in a solid fourth overall and really showing his skills out there, uh, proving that he is going to be a contender for the year. So nice job on that fourth overall. Um, and my man, Dalton, Troy. Dalton Shirey coming in in fifth, a good fifth overall in the Three Bros Hatch Racing. Had to battle, tra uh, battle Tyler Lynn battle Trevor Stewart and make his way right into the fifth, man. How cool is that? Dude, this is another guy that's just absolutely killing it right now. He's – is he a GP guy all of a sudden? Is it flip-flopping? Because uh, his opening fifth overall at the Heron Hound wasn't that good. Oh, damn. <laughs> and he knows it, though. We talk. We're, we're – <laughs> hey, me and Dalton, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. He's doing a good job. He's going to be – He's going to be racing the Laughlin Best in the Desert race this weekend. I heard about that. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a that's going to be another dusty race. I think I think that's going to go right up his alley. I think he's going to do good. Early early favorite for overall? Um, I wouldn't say that, but um anything to beat the uh the uh other red machines there. Any red machines there? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's so mean <laughs> to say. I'm just kidding. No, uh, Dalton's going to be highly competitive uh, this weekend, and uh, uh, we'll see. I I hope uh, I if Justin Morgan's there, um, you know, I think he's going to be uh obviously a wild a wild card to be up front. He won the first round pretty convincing convincingly. Um, Joe Watson's going to be there. Uh, Zane I think is going to be there. 
Um, going to have the Hunter The Heinz. series champions. God, I, I just surpassed them. Uh, they're going to be there. So, yeah, Dalton, good luck this <laughs> How weekend. How do you forget the number one play? Yeah, yeah. Good back luck this weekend. Back to back. Jesus. Good luck this weekend. Uh, we look forward to having you back on the show next week um, to talk about you next week. Um, so, sorry, we're going to go back into uh, big six here. But Yeah, that's what so I'm I just uh, I just got a text right now. I had to go ask an, a nice uh, AMA official oh, if he okay. could send me his uh, send me the point system. So as it runs right now, first points or uh, first place points is thirty. Second place points is twenty five. Yep. Third place points is twenty one. Yep. So right now we have a two way tie going into round three with Cole and Dante. With oh wow. Fifty one points. So fifty ones to. With Austin in a, a technically a third, right? With fifty points. With fifty, wow, wow, awesome! So this is gonna be really cool, guys. This is a great way to start the series. Again, we look forward to watching these guys progress over the, uh, you know, the rest of the races. Who stays consistent? Who's on top of their game? I guess we'll find out. I don't know. I'm stoked. Uh, uh, coming in sixth place on the Purvines Fast House Yamaha. That was Trevor Stewart, uh, T. Stu. He ran fifth most of the race. I'm, uh, or no, I'm sorry. He was battling in the fifth position most of the race. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not really worried. I'm just kind of when uh, we're gonna see him back at the front. You know, and I He's think so good. I, just, I, I think that's I, like I said, the start is just key, man. I didn't see him really get a good one, and yeah. what's that's what happens at Taft. As soon as these guys get out front, and obviously those first four dudes kind of set it, mm-hmm. it he just kind of got stuck battling back there, eating that roost. That roost fucking hurts, man. It does, huh? And, you know, they're doing the best that they can. Uh, but it's just like, man, I, I know he can do, I can know, I know he can do better. He's that good. He's that good. And he, you know, I know he's not happy with this performance this weekend, but last weekend at works, he did really good. So, I mean, there's a, he's just in between. He's on the, the third bubble right now. Now we need to go up the next level. You know, I think Hansel's gonna, he's going to pick it up. I think this weekend's probably going to be a good one for him. Are you looking at me because I call him Hansel? You call them Hansel? Yeah, dude, Zoolander. Oh my god, no, I know. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who the hell you're talking about, and then I'm like, Hansel, what? Dude, that Hansel, man. Oh my god, get out of here with that. No, but hey, this weekend is it's Glen Helen Works. I think Stu. I mean, I think no Stu, other. There's yeah. no other guy that can ride Glen Helen like Stu. Yeah, I think it's Stu. I think Stu's gonna be there. I think he's gonna be the going to be the surprise winner of the weekend not surprise winner just bring brought his winning back mm-hmm. to fam- making it fam- familiar again you know what i mean so uh congrats Stu. uh fifth or sixth place. sixth place i just you know we'll get there we'll get there uh tyler lynn impressive impressive performance on the chaparral kawasaki literally perform he's he's good he is good. No, he's he's great, man. And I mean, I I was talking about Tyler last time around. I said he was my pick for six. Right. You know? That was my pick for six, and right. I said maybe he gets fifth. Uh, 
Speaking of Tyler, though, dude, I saw that guy walking around in the pits wearing these tight shorts and just got tree trunks for legs. I mean, Dude's ripped. Dude, what the hell are you doing for leg day, man? <laughs> like, uh, I, I kept looking like, shit, man. I know. <laughs> he's built, man. He's built. Yeah, I know. I feel like if good. Ricky Carmichael saw this guy, he's just going to get a boner. He's oh going to be God. looking at the long Troy, legs. Troy, Troy, <laughs> Troy easy. God, no. Sorry, uh, this is a family show. <laughs> Tyler Lynn, yeah, congrats on that seventh, man. I'm looking forward to watching you race this weekend out at the Glen Helen Works race. Um, Talon, eighth place, good solid ride again on that uh, SLR Honda, man. You're, you're, you know, I know this class is gnarly, and uh, you're one of those guys. That's, uh, I hope to see some more out of you, dude. I know you can shred it no matter where you're at. So, uh, Beta, Factory Beta, they, their D Martel was ninth. Um, he had a pretty gnarly crash, I guess, on the first lap is what I read on his Instagram. He had a crash and he can't, I mean, he, he obviously, he came into his pits, uh, I was standing right there when he came in yeah. and he was just not happy. Yeah. And when you're in that mindset, it, it's, it's a just, tough day. It's a tough day. It is a tough day and, and it's fine. And again, he. He's going to be back up there. He just needs to relax. It's going to happen for him. He just needs to relax. I mean, he's a, he's a young kid, and 23, 24 yeah. years old. Yeah, it's it's a hard class right now. And, I mean, getting taken out in the first lap, it's never fun. But yeah. it's just it's one of those days. It's another day racing, and you got another one coming, right? Yeah, and it is what it is. Um, dude, Mateo broke the top ten. I mean, are we surprised? (laughs) No, I'm not. Hey, so since we're there, might as well go right into Pro 2s. I mean, we just covered the Pro guys. But I did want to say, I did want to say, though, uh, the top three brands were all different. KTM, Husky, Honda. It's pretty cool. I mean, technically top four. Uh, No, sorry. sorry. (laughs) There's... Back yeah, to back yeah, yeah. huskies after D- that. Different husky, yeah, 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 yeah. dumbass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, Mateo getting tenth overall this weekend and first overall two fifty. The lap times don't exactly show it, but it felt like he just checked out. Yeah, yeah. It, so, it was a weird feeling, was it not? So, uh, he was obviously the fastest for sure and mm-hmm. he was like riding really freaking good but he was just like he was on another level right he was on another level than the other guys it, because i don't know how do you say it he it gapped just, it just seemed like, it was so weird because literally you look at these lap times right here and mateo <clears throat> was only i mean Jack Simpson, credit to right. Jack. The only time that, or actually, know what he did gap him a little bit, and this was about lap three. He yeah. came in, and that's about a twenty. No, it's what eleven. That's twenty-one. Yeah. Twenty-two seconds, but- and it sat there just twenty-three. Then it was yeah no he kind of he kind of checked out but something I guess was happening the last two laps maybe he got gas so I watched he this got whole gas. thing I watched this whole thing go down but uh, Mateo Mateo was just riding on a, on the on another edge yeah and he 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 just 
he got out front, he put good laps in, and he, he said, I think he even says, like, I put a really good lap in on the first lap, but damn, Jack was right there. Like, he matched it almost. I remember you and I were actually standing with each other at this point, too, because it looked like Jack was just going to be right there running this yeah. entire race with him and i was i was getting stoked here comes another close battle like we had we were had the 450s running like this i thought it was yeah. gonna be another battle for first but you know what ended up happening what's that what was it two three <laughs> four five yeah what lap was that when you were standing there and it was about a Five so, to ten second gap between so, them all. So with with three laps to go, it went Jack, Kai, Justin Seeds, and then uh, Jake uh, Alvarez. Now Al- Alvarez uh, kind of was in the back a little bit of this gap, and I want to say this: he was a little bit back from this gap, and he reeled that gap in. You know. And he caught up to those podium guys. So Jake got off to a little bit of a slower start, but I see him in that group if he gets that better start, you know. Mm-hmm. And But it was really cool to watch this. So these guys all come by right where I was standing in the pit area. They did the jump, jump, left-hand turn, and it was just boom, 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 and it just made that next lap that much better. Um, again, these guys were cross. They oh, dude, the roost coming off the back tires in that one section right there by the pit board area. Ouch! But the left they made going by the pits. Oh, dude, did oh, you see that? Brutal, dude. I don't mean to go back to the four fifties, but did you see that battle with uh, Austin and yes. Heft where they were just side by side pushing each other wide? Wide, yeah. Good. Right God. by the pit area. Yeah, that was cool. And that I got was that on video. Awesome. Yeah, that I was got that on video. Oh, but that's yeah, what I'm they're, saying. They're they're riding hard. They're aggressive, but they're I would assume it looks like they're uh, respecting each other. That's that's the nice thing about NGPC. There's not really no one holds very ill vi- little violence. Very little violence. There's no ill intentions. No, no, just out. like hard riding. I mean, I mean, uh, over aggressive. Over aggressive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. But uh. Anyways, uh, Jack uh, Simpson on that SLR Honda, man, he is comfy. I had a really good conversation with him before the race. He's, I mean, even you and I have said this. He's going to all these new tracks he's never raced. So, yeah, Taft, he was telling me, ah, going over the hills, I didn't know if I was supposed to let off or keep it on, you know. I, and all these guys are passing me in practice, and I'm just like, I don't know, you know. But, no, nah, he's a really cool guy, dude. I do want to say, if you knew Damon Stokey, he knew uh, he did know Damon Stokey, which was really cool. He's one of our friends, but awesome guy. Um, again, Jack is very impressive, dude. I mean, on this SLR Honda, he is really, really impressive. It's and it's coming, man. It is absolutely coming for him. He's gonna get a win one of these rounds. Yeah. It's just it's not a matter of if it's when. When and and to be honest with you, it's gonna be really tough. But I. After the summer break, I think he's going to, when we come back, he'll be able to, to start knocking off wins because he'll know the pace and he'll be working that much harder to be that much better. And do maybe rounds four and five and then go back into Ridgecrest kind of favor him? 
Because mm-hmm. that that's gonna be more terrain that he's more familiar with. It's yeah. a little more off road, desert, dusty kind yeah. of racing for him. Yeah, but I so I talked to him a little bit about the GP stuff, and he goes, you know, honestly, this stuff like this, we don't have stuff like this because uh, they're like enduro is like six days, so it's very tight, fast, like through corn, like corner fast and tree fast and stuff like that. <clears throat> excuse me and going through rocks and stuff like that so he's trying to find the pace too with this so you know he's le- he's trying to learn all these things he's, he's gonna go back and do fink this year you know that which is a really fast race and then i mean he's i mean he's already done desert racing out here though what was it uh that wasn't jack no the that mid 400 oh the mid 400 you're right he did do that one he got race fourth overall he got one yeah yeah but he did that one race but i'm saying this is a fast-paced motocross race. He's not yeah. used to that, is what I'm saying. That's what we were talking about. It, it, but I feel like, I mean, you're just saying these going into these enduros, or in Australia, he was doing these enduros, tight stuff, kind of yeah. like six days. Now he's getting more associated with this off, like this GP style stuff. Yeah. These first two rounds were tight. These are tight tracks. What happens at yeah, but they're fast. Pounds, what happens at twenty nine palms and no no no, no. it opens it up. That's oh. my that's my argument into I maybe guess. these fi- favor him a little bit more. But you have to you have to uh, you have to remember that it's fast paced like uh like short fa- fast paced not not fast from I'm saying from A yes. to B. No, I, I understand. You're yeah. saying like the corners are fast, but you're going a the little p- bit. The more. pace is fast. Yes. So yeah. Anyways. He rode really solid again, and he's very impressive. He did a really good job. Mark's got him uh, tuned in for sure. Um, but I think uh, someone kind of impressed <laughs> me a little bit more. Uh, I think Troy owes uh, <laughs> Mr. Seeds an apology for calling him Vince fucking Freeze. Who the hell are you to call him Vince Freeze? Had, like, seriously, straight up. Oh, my up. God. I, I get What a boneyard. I, I, I call him Boneyard. I call him Craig and maybe a little freeze as a joke and oh god everyone took that one. Yeah. I get walked up to by uh, Ernie Alvarez, Jake's father, and they were just talking to me about the podcast and said, Oh dude, everyone was laughing their asses off when you said freeze. Oh my god. Except for Seeds, who was just all pissed like, What the hell, man? What a boneyard, dude. <laughs> No, dude. Seeds though. Hey, sorry for calling you freeze. I, you are you are Christian Craig, and guess what? You rode like him out there because you <laughs> killed it and got third this weekend, man. Oh my God! What a uh, anyways. Good job, Justin. Uh, you you riding that Pervine's Yamaha, having a good time. You look happy. That's what that's all that matters, and you look like you're having fun. So, good job on that third place. I'm sure it's cool to uh, land on the box in both open pro class and the 250 class that's really cool to do um you know he and you know he stalked those guys forever and he he you know kai kai washed the front end and 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 justin was right there to jump on that which was that's awesome i mean that's just that's just what veterans do yeah you know that's what they do they they stalk the prey and he waited for his moment and unfortunately came at the cost of kai who rode awesome? Who rode a great race and just, I mean, tucks it within those last laps. Yeah, and and Kai, you know, uh, he, again, another guy who's figuring out this off-road thing. He's 
He's a motocross background. He's qualified for outdoor nationals. I mean, this guy's gnarly. And come out here, race something completely different. He looked good. He rode, He was in second. He was in third. I mean, he, he rode. I mean, he wasn't in second, but he was right behind second. But he was in third most of the race. He was pressuring Jack at one point. And like he says, he made a small mistake. He washed the front end in a, in a corner, and that was it. Justin Seeds, uh, you know, pounced on it. And and he got fourth, and uh, you know. But if you're Kai Kill and Kill Martin Husky, you got to be happy that you're doing a good job. I mean, you are. And rounding out the top five of the Pro Twos is Jake Alvarez. Oh, he did end up fifth. He is at fifth Pro Two. Oh, I mean, good. Had, he he finished behind so Cole Zeller and Michael Defonte, both Pro 450 guys. Yeah. Those guys were out there, and it looks it, it looks like. They had a or uh, Defonte had a good top ten start. Was running eighth that first lap, dropped back. It looks like he might have had a little problem because he went from twelfth down to eighteenth, and then just kind of battled his way all the way back up to fifteenth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something you know small might have happened, but to be again a good finish. That's all those these guys uh, they need. I forgot they're on this new team. Uh, they did a, a a podcast with the other guys uh, last week on doing a competition. I, I kind of listened to it. It was kind of cool what they're all about and whatnot. So super mm-hmm. super rad. Um, I like the idea behind it. Maybe we can uh, get some more insight on that. Um, but it's just another another group to have in the pits, which is awesome. We need that. Yeah, and I mean these guys are no strangers to the sport either. No, it's good to have guys like these these guys. They've been around a while and super good. Um. JP, JP, I'm so bummed for him. I'm so I he he got off to a little bit of a slower start, but he worked his way right into that group, and I was like, yes, yes, here we go. Like he's gonna put himself on the podium. He's gonna you know pull a, a JP move. He's gonna charge super hard right through the pack on these last laps, and he had a crash. And you know what? Again, if you are him though, you're happy because. You're riding hard, and you're right in that group, and you're finding your groove again. Yeah, and I mean JP, I I mean I put him on the podium. I, I think I put him in second place last week. Yeah, and he's a kid that can absolutely do it, man. This is mm-hmm. this kid has a is a works hard. hard hard worker can ride super fast. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, tough tough start and pushing through, man. That. That stuff at uh, Taft can kill you. Yeah, it, it, like yeah, your your stamina can go so fast because you're working really hard in this he, tight, hard, slick. Yeah, dirt and ah, God, we're there. He'll get there. He, he's gonna get there. He's gonna get there. Absolutely. <laughs> I look forward to seeing him this weekend uh, at the works race. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's been testing at Glen Helen a lot. And uh, I seen him and uh, his dad Ernie and and Bob and and Robbie there. So, they're, he's doing the right things. He is, and and he's gonna get it. He he is gonna get it here. Um, Thomas, I didn't really see much of Thomas this last weekend. Uh, he kind of was just a little silent, a little quiet. But he just didn't. He, like he said, he didn't get a good start. And he kind of, you know, if you don't get that start, man, if you're not in that pack, moving forward. You're, you know, it's hard to get back there. And, and 
And he's got, again, Thomas, another guy who can get a podium and just had a bad day. He just had an off day. I if Credit to him, though. He came through that first lap in 25th. Yep, and, and he got 17th. He was still able to get 17th. And a lot of people might be still sitting here and listening like, okay, yeah, he moved up, uh, what is that, eight spots or so. Yeah. But Taft is a very hard place to make these passes. So right. It's very tight. You got to – it's very still, key on your opportunities. He's still got sixth in class, which is good for the championship. It's a, it's so. si- hey, six pro two, man. Pervine's racing Yamaha. Awesome. Puts it on the board. Uh, Chase Larson. The Oregon, the guy from Oregon, kid from Oregon, he moved to Arizona this year to race the series. Mm-hmm. He is on uh, KTM and he finished seventh. Uh, that was pretty good, good race. I didn't really see much of him. Arturo in eighth, didn't see much of him. And uh, man, Tyler Belknap got ninth. Yeah, Tyler Belknap cracked the top ten for Pro Two. Yeah, I believe that's his first one. One of it, yep, first one, ninth. That's awesome for Tyler. Um, and then Noah Viney rounding out the top ten and. Uh, not much. I don't know much about Noah. I just see that he rides with Rhino, and you know how everyone knows Rhino. He's pretty gnarly. You know what I mean? Kind of, kind of gnarly. Um, but uh, yeah. Congrats to the Pro Two guys. Uh, I look forward. This class is a cutthroat class, dude. And these guys are gnarly, dude. So I just want to touch on this really quick, and it's Giacomo. So, yeah, I don't know if you saw or heard what happened. I with saw Giacomo. the video. Oh, dude, I was poor nuts, dude. So what happened with Giacomo? Giacomo was probably running, I would say, seventh overall. Yeah. Actually, oh hell, I can just look at the lap sheets. <laughs> he was running. Okay, so he was running about ninth overall, and he was going for a good pace. He was probably going to hold st- somewhere around that area for the yep. rest of the time. But his quick fill stuck wide Uh, open as they were pulling it off his tank. I can hear my balls just hurting now. Race gas all over his balls. It was so... God, I I immediately cringed because I knew exactly how bad that was just going to hurt this guy. But not only did he get race gas poured on him, it it basically flooded the bike. Yeah, he was having trouble just starting the thing. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it it just the whole bike cut out kind of thing. Um, it is what it is, man. Kind of just how his season's kind of started, you know. I've he's gonna get back to it. I just when is the thing? You know what I mean? I mean, he, he got a what was this for? Here, let me. He was running like six or he seven. got ni- he got ninth at the right? first round. So he got ninth at the first round, and he was hanging around ninth. In this yeah. round. So he's he's still sitting there as a top ten guy. He's a past champion. Though. I know That's he's what's a gnarly. 2018 works champ. That's so gnarly, dude. That's so former, gnarly. Former like three time out in Europe too. Yeah, he's a junior champion, world champion. So um, he's a hey. This guy can if maybe he has something he just still needs to tweak, still needs to figure out. Yeah. Doesn't need to get gas poured on his balls, you know? I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is at so, that point. I, there's nothing you can do, right? You just yeah. can't. You just have to sit there and your balls are lathered in uh, gasoline. I mean. Yeah. And, I mean, okay, let's let's stop talking about uh, okay. Giacomo's poor balls. Uh, you know what? 
not too surprising, Brandy Richards. I was going to say, I was just about to say, Brandy Richards just kind of, she did her thing again. She went and cruised. She did her thing again. She yeah. literally got out front. She she put in some fast laps in the beginning of the race and then settled into a nice pace throughout the race, at the end of the race. Didn't. It just, again, she looks like so good out there. It's just like, all right, Brandy's out front, so who's second through four? Uh, second through four. Yeah. Because that's where the race is, you know? Like, Brandy's just that good. And it's not, I'm not discrediting, discrediting any of the girls that are racing. It's just, Brandy's just on another level right now. It's that's just that. It's just that. Uh, we say this every time. Yeah, Brandy, she looks so smooth out there. You could tell she didn't, she wasn't pushing. Right. It. And this is definitely a track where you do not want to push it. No. Because there's a random, there's a random square edge there's out there. There's holes everywhere. That will sneak up on you and ruin your day. Yeah, they, they, they ruin your whole race. And you just don't, you just don't want to do that. I mean, no. it's a, I don't know. But yeah, Brandy, Brandy made it look easy. Um, but she's also battling with a guy, so I don't want to say that she's making it look easy at all. Uh, but I was stoked again to see uh, Ava Savestri. She got second on that Kilmartin Gas Gas. Uh, again, very well deserved in, in second place. She's riding really good. She's really young. Uh, I think she just turned 18. Happy birthday. I saw it was her birthday. Second place. I mean, that's awesome for her. And uh, mm-hmm. and rounding out that top three is Lauren Woods. Uh, again, on another Kilmartin Gas Gas. She crushed it. We got an interview with her. You guys go check out our last uh, racer interviews. I mean, she she uh, she had a solid race. Very thankful to John Kilmartin. Um, and again, she's uh, she'll be in the mix again for that second through through three. She will be in the mix for a W. They're always in the mix for a W. I'm not trying to take anything away from these girls. Come on. Um, and Tara too. Tara rode really well. Uh, you know, she, uh, had a good tight battle going on early on with Lauren and then she kind of just dropped off, but well, I mean, Tara also had a, did you not hear about her crash? Oh no. So Saturday, so Tara starts, uh, started racing in the vet race. Yeah. And she had a quote unquote, pretty good get, uh, get off. Uh huh. And it was kind of a question, was she going to race on Sunday for the time being? She woke up. She said she felt good enough to race, and she went out there. Oh. But then it begs the question, was she 100%? Was right. she not? Right. Would we have seen a different race if Tara was feeling 100%? Yeah. No, I, you're right. I didn't think about it like that. You're right. So that's what happens I, I when you show no up idea. on Saturday and don't go to Supercross. Well, you know what? Taps a long way for me to just hang out there all weekend when you got two busted up legs and you're just not comfortable half the time. I don't know. I think I think you got sponsored for the day. Like Jeremy oh, Schultz gives you a brand new like mountain bike to ride around on. I did. It was great. I had a great time. Um, we got to talk about our amateur spotlight before. This thing gets wrapped up. Our Baja Bound Amateur Spotlight? Yeah. Are you uh, traveling to Baja, Troy? Uh, we already talked about this. Of I course know. I'm traveling. <laughs> but if we're going to be getting into this, so I remember, if you remember my last, uh, the last podcast we yep. did, I stated two things. I stated one, I was going to be looking in the 125C class. Yep. 
And two, I was going to be looking at Dallas Serpa. Yeah, I did. I do remember this. Yeah. I'm actually not going with either of those. Well, oh my God, we're going big. Who is it, Troy? Who is it? Who is the Baja Balance Spotlight Amateur Spotlight of the Week? It's gonna be Collier Martinez. Ooh, guess what, Troy? What? He was our Amateur Spotlight the week week last I thought week. That was Andrew Schultz. Nope. Oh shit! Last right. week. You know what? La- oh my oh god! Oh my god! Let me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Let me just get this out of the way here, Troy. Oh god. You are a doe-asking Padre, dude. Well, maybe I want to give it to him twice. Oh, no, dude, you can't do that. No, that's awesome. Troy had no idea, guys. I, oh, my God. It shows how he much had, I listen to my own brother. He had no idea. So I'm going to go with my original man because you just clearly boneyarded it so bad. Um, I'm going with the younger Serpa, bro. Still going with Dallas. All right. I, I was I I said that that I I was gonna go with Dallas from the beginning, um, and I called it just because he's been riding so well. He's a great kid to talk to. If you ever go and talk to him, he's awesome. You know, the whole Serpa family is a really cool uh, environment to be around. And uh, no, um, you know, he rode fucking. He rode so good. He rode so good. He no, and he absolutely did. What's it with these uh, these uh, pro brothers out here? I uh, I just they're they have a brother to look up to and train with. You know what I mean? And Collier oh, must be nice. Well, you didn't like it as much as I did. What do you want me to say? No, no, no. you didn't like me being around as much. That's as they not did. true. Really? That's why? Because you're here. That's why you're here. Okay. Uh, no, uh, these guys have something to look up to and then try and match. Everyone wants to be like their brother. Everyone does. Come on. I know. You guys have no idea how many times Nick's looked up to me. You and are the asked older brother. Me for advice. You look, you look older than me. You act older than me. You pretty much are I'm older. Better than me. looking than you. I, I know, man. Really? It's okay. and it just helps that I'm still All right. three Anyways, years younger. Shut the hell up. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, no, Dallas looks awesome. He looks really good on the dirt bike. And, uh, yeah, so Dallas, uh, nice job, buddy. You are the, uh, Baja bound amateur spotlight guys. If you're going to traveling to Baja, make sure you uh, get your insurance at BajaBound.com. Uh, get your estimate today and, uh, get signed it all signed up all eh, signed all up for, <laughs> Going to Mexico in one day. So they make it easy using a website. Do it in minutes. So I do want to give two shouts out, or shout outs to um, to some amateurs. First one being, doesn't really count as an amateur, but I just got to say, hell of a fucking ride, man. What's that? Nick Stover oh led the vet race. <laughs> led the vet race for uh, two and a half laps over Robbie Bell. Oh, jeez. And I, hey man, he got second overall. Good for good for Nick. I was, I was surely or thoroughly shocked what? and excited that you were out there killing it. He's been he's been working out lately, dude. I'm telling you, he's on a little diet. We work together almost every day at work, so he's on a little diet. He's getting his his in his quote racing form back. So 
And it should be good. So the second one then is a 125 novice. 125, a man on a mission. And that was Fred Penny. Freddy. Fred Penny on the on Saturday's race. It's Penny, by the way. Penny. I, I'm sorry, especially to Mike. Uh, Fred crashed in the first corner of the race, <laughs> and I was right there. I picked him up, and oh. then he just takes off. He ended up in six out of 27 kids. Yep. He so. rode a hard race, man. That's awesome. His dad was so ecstatic to tell me how he did in that race. He charged. Um, good job, buddy. Um, proud of you, Freddie. And, uh, you know, you just keep working hard. Uh, keep working hard uh, towards uh, your goals, and, you know, it's, it'll be good. So uh, what do you think? Should we uh, talk about – should we give uh, early picks on for uh, Prairie Dogs or? Um, I'm gonna hold it for our our pre precast show. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I saw a lot of things this weekend. I was really, really intrigued by, but mm-hmm. I think I was intrigued that the top four guys right now are running the pace all together, like the same exact pace. So what if I what if I said? Two of those guys in the top three are not going to be in the top three at Glen Helen. Uh, I think you're out of your out of your mind. But I, again, I think you need to save it when we have this show. I'm uh, I'm just going to let everyone sit on that one then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let him. Um. So yeah, they definitely sit on that. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I just it's good racing right now. I'm super super ecstatic to see all the racing. Uh, that's going on. It's aggressive. It's fast. Uh, and it's not just one guy walking away with it. They're not checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Mateo, yes, but I'm saying in both classes, it like either two through four or one through four are just shredding, you know, and I do want to touch on something. Uh, Mason Ottisberg was in that top group this weekend. I, I know he had a bike mechanical, mm-hmm. um, Bummer for him. Uh, tried to go over there and talk to Scott, but he kind of just blew me off. So uh, I mean, obviously it was a little upset. It's, it's a tough weekend, but it's you just tough weekend. Just but. trying to help their their new team get some uh, get some more talk, you know, get some exposure out there because they are they are uh, in a they they are in uh, the pro pits mm-hmm. and their their presentation. They're oh my god. Can you speak for me right now? Jesus Christ, I am so stupid. Uh, a lot of people understand when Nick's stupid, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> this, this team, it's uh, I mean, everyone knows Scott Perkins yeah. uh, on that pit row, and so team manager out here for DC Yamaha uh, by Chedester, and this program that they're running, it's it's a good program. Don't get me wrong. You yeah, know, they're they're out there. Their presence, it's one of the biggest rigs on the damn pit row. Uh-huh. It's the reason why Scott gets there on Wednesday, to make sure he has enough space. Yeah. And it's it's going to be a program, like, I mean, they already podium. Yeah. Ma- Mason got, what, was it third or second at the first round? I always forget. Yeah. Uh, third, Ma- third. Sorry. He didn't get first. No. Wait, he didn't? No, third. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't? Mason? 
Who am I thinking of? Yeah, no, Kai got third, oh, dude. Oh, Kai got third. Oh. No, Mason. Yeah, I might get oh, killed. Jesus, Troy, that's what happens when I let you take over. No, Mason what? Mason got like sixth or seventh, I think. Or no, eighth at the first round. And and then he had that. And then obviously this uh, Miss Mechanical, but uh, or just part, really. But I look forward to seeing him in that top group coming up. I Sorry, my brother got a little out of hand there. <laughs> Sorry, I, I mean, I just started talking apparently and I was talking out my ass. Yeah, you were. So, um, But, yeah, look for him to be in that group because he is a podium guy and he can win too. So, um, yeah, uh, Troy, do you, uh, you like Rad Custom Graphics? You know, I used to have a really nice set on my bike. Uh, these two <laughs> oh long black god. things were like running alongside my swing. Oh my god! Okay, so my, for for Christmas one year, my brother wanted new plastics for his dirt bike, and I told him I get him new plastics. So I got him new plastics, and then I got him graphics. And Ryan can attest to this. We did straight up Pornhub graphics on this dude's bike meat man all over the front <laughs> we did a big big old donger on the side of his on the side of his uh, this, this is what still uh, gets me man so uh, you guys swing gave, arm. you guys gave me obviously <laughs> number 69 i'm running Pornhub and brazzers on my four <laughs> Pornhub's on my shroud meat man on my rear fender <laughs> and then this is the or other than <laughs> there's two pieces of resistance on this thing. Oh. You look at my you look at my name, it just says Troy right there on that top left. The two the T was made out of two black dildos. <laughs> and then they put they put Jesus. Kurt Caselli's logo right there on, on right next to it, which I was just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> and then oh, then dude. you go down to my swing arm and literally here's this two foot long dong donger okay all right so so troy so i put all these graphics on your bike dude and he opens up the box that they're in and he's like yes sick plastics he flips over the new plastics and he's just like his he was so pissed he wouldn't talk to me the rest of the day he thought he <laughs> I, I needed some new plastics i just or no no no, it wasn't even plastic i just needed graphics no just, you needed plastics i need both of them because because i rode your bike and i told you that i'd get you new plastics because oh, he fucking this guy breaks them in half that one time he rides it at an sra and but sure enough all right, Literally all just right, gives me these right. damn graphics. Anyways, go into Rad Custom Graphics. I'm yes. still a little pissed about go it. Go to Rad Custom <laughs> Graphics. Get your graphics over there. Tell him I sent you. He'll put the promo code in and we'll call it a day. <laughs> uh, um, anyways, uh, Troy, uh, I got you. We got one one person to give our little gift bag to. A hat and a shirt. Uh, bye. Rad Custom Graphics. Troy, who's this going to go to? Who's your little guy that this is going to? Who's my little guy? <laughs> uh, like your little guys, the little guys, 65s, 85s, 50s. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if we're going to do this, I don't, I don't want to specifically pick someone. You know, how about this? At the next race... The first, the first 65 
First 65. First 65 in Saturday's race. First 65 in the 65 open race. We'll get a nice Rad Custom Graphics hat and t-shirt. There you go. There you go. So First on, 65 open. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, I'll, be, I'll be running the start at this next race. So... I'm going to let this actually go over to you, Nick. Yep. You're going to be uh, pretty much running the announcing. Yep, yep. So uh, the first 65 open, come find us. We'll get you lined up with a Rad Custom hat and shirt and uh, get your sizes all tuned in. And, uh, yeah. Um, well, I think that's it. Uh, we've been here for an hour and a half, Troy. Uh, I think it's time to wrap this thing up. Uh Looking forward to the works race this weekend at Glen Helen, round three there, um, should, or round two there. Should be really good. Uh, I look for a very similar podium, but I also look for a lot more. Um, I look for different guys to be up front. And, you know, right away, I'm still going to say Stu. Yeah, Stu's I'm going to be top I, three. I'm with you. I'm going with Stu, too, so. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm Nick Garvin. Uh, thanks for tuning into the West Coast Pod. Uh, look forward to seeing you all at the works race this weekend. And uh, Troy, have a good race. Good rest of your week. You're special, special, you do. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it when you laugh at me. Look down on me and walk around on me. Just one.